recognize real, gon' recognize real, gon' recognize real, real. Phony gon' recognize still, still reckon I will. Like we always do with this time, I go for mine, I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. I go for mine, I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. Everybody, welcome to the KRP Radio Show, man. Beautiful day, beautiful weekend. It's been crazy this weekend. I don't know. Do we got we got technical difficulties going on here? I don't know what's going on. Pardon the interruption if we fading in and out, but welcome everybody to the magnificent KRP Radio Show. It's uh 11:25, fresh after Thanksgiving, and uh, I know a lot of you guys out there. I know your bellies are fat. 
I know people are talking about what kind of diet they're going to go on this week. Some people out there still cramming their face. A lot of people out there still eating dessert. The sweet potato pies are on deck. Uh, the, the chocolate cakes, the the the, the pumpkin pie, the, a lot of turkey sandwiches out there. I know a lot of people are still going in on the Thanksgiving food. But me, I have had enough of it. I'm done with it. It's a wrap. No more turkey for a while. Well, I take that back. I had a turkey sandwich today. Shout out to Jimmy John's. Had a turkey sandwich today. Turkey and roast beef. But anyway, 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 welcome to the KRP Radio Show, the number one black conservative radio show, Southeastern United States. You guys know we do it, B.I.G., man. There's no one like this. Nobody does it like us. We are. We stand alone in what we do. We do it, B.I.G., and you guys are B.I.G. for listening to the show, and I appreciate everybody out there for rocking with me. Shout out to my people out there in Southeastern Los Angeles, man. We got some people out there from southeastern Los Angeles that showed us some love on the blog. We also got some people, you know, Wide Awake's in the building. Shout out to all my people out there from Wide Awake, NC. And uh definitely got to show some love to my people down there at ECU. That definitely hold me down. Shout out to my ECU folks out there. Also, shout out to my people out there in the 808. Got uh, We got some love from the 864, the 212. A uh, lot of love, man. A lot of love out here on the blog. I appreciate you guys for showing me that love, and I definitely appreciate you guys for rocking with the KRP Radio Show. Uh, last week's show was, was a little bit different. Uh, we went in on some things. We started talking about the economy. Uh, that was definitely a big a, a big situation that's going on right now in the United States. There's a lot of things going on with job loss, uh, layoffs, if you will. A lot of businesses are closing. And, uh, you know, we asked the question, was this attributed to uh, the election? And uh, there's a lot of information that I didn't get to put out. There's a lot of things that I didn't get to say, uh, a lot of information that I didn't get to uh, give to my listeners out there. So we're going to come back with that on a, at another time. Uh, but tonight we're going to do something uh, that I've been waiting to do. And shout out to MC Shan, man, who was supposed to be on the show but couldn't make it tonight. Um, I, I talked to his assistant and, and I guess MC Shan, the legendary, let me get that right, the legendary MC Shan, uh, you know, shout out to him. His assistant said, you know, we had a conflict in the schedule. I believe I gave him the wrong date, but whatever, you know, we'll get that right and uh, maybe have him on part two or part three of the show, hip hop. And that's what we're talking about tonight. We're talking about hip hop. We're talking about the culture. Uh, we're talking about the commercial appeal, the, the appeal period, the music. You know, everything about hip-hop, the terminology, the slang, it's all access tonight, man. We're going to talk about hip-hop. We're going to really lay some things out here tonight. Uh, I got a few artists that are going to call in, uh, uh, local artists, uh, some regional artists, you know, just different folks. Man, I want you guys to really chime in and let me know what you think about what's going on in the hip-hop industry today. And, uh, you know, we're going to take a few callers tonight, man, because there's a lot going on with hip-hop. I feel like hip-hop is taken over to, in a sense. But I also know that hip-hop is not where it used to be in form of the art. Now, you know, a lot of people would say that I'm getting old. People would say, you know, P, that was in your day. It was cool, but it's something different going on now. And I respect that, man. You know, it is what it is. But there's a lot of other things that hip-hop is driving today. And, you know, that's a little bit what I want to talk about as well. We want to talk about what other entities are hip-hop. Is hip-hop driving today? Is hip-hop driving politics? We know it is. Is hip-hop driving the workforce? Is it driving the commercial market, Uh, you know, retail? 
if you ask me, I'm going to say yeah, but I want to know your opinion. And we're going to definitely chop it up about hip-hop tonight, man, and really get down, as my grandma used to say, or my grandpa says, we're going to get down to the nitty-gritty. And, you know, shout-out to my people in the South, man. Y'all, A lot of y'all out there don't know what the nitty-gritty is. But, you know, look that up, man. Ask your parents or your grandparents or something like that. Anyway, B.I.G., shout-out to everybody out there who listen, man. Like I said before, over 6.5 million. I mean, way over. I didn't get the stats last week. Call me lazy. Call me what you want. I didn't even check them. I know they were nice, though, because, you know, every week we continue to grow. Some weeks are less than others, you know, but, you know, that's part of the business, man. We do what we do. We are better than 6.5 million, and I, I know that's not huge numbers out there compared to some of the other stations, you know, some of the FM stations. I get that. But where we came from, just celebrating. Shout out to everybody at KRP. Uh, just celebrating two years. We just really broke that two-year mark. And I uh, got to get it. Can we get a round of applause for that? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just broke that two-year mark. So, I mean, that's cool. You know, we we definitely doing our thing out there, man. And we try to stay consistent. We try to stay relevant. We try to talk about topics that matter. You know, I really don't get into uh, all the celebrity things. I mean, this show might be a little bit different. I mean, you can't help it when you're talking about music and entertainment. But I really don't get into all the celebrity uh, uh, bull crap, you know, the celebrity stories. I, I don't, I don't like that. I don't, I don't get into that. I don't, I don't care what Jay-Z baby, uh, what color Jay-Z baby's blanket is. You know, I, I don't care what kind of stroller she has. I, I just, that doesn't pique my interest, man. But I would like to know, uh, what kind of paper hole made last year and, and what he invested on and what other entities are he dealing with and what business is he, is he having uh new relationships with and Beyonce and all these other entertainers. I mean, I like information like that. This is a capitalistic society and, and hip hop is all about capitalism, man. Y'all got to know. I mean, this is, this is the industry. This is the art that talks about making it rain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like for, for good or for bad, this is the art that talks about wasting money, but making so much money that I can waste some and it not even affect me. But meanwhile, we talking about Mitt Romney money. But anyway, I'm not even going to go there with it right now. I'm not going to go there with it. You know, the show is hip hop. Welcome to the KRP radio show out there for a lot of folks out there who are brand new. The number is 619-638-8559 for all the people that are new. As I know, I see we got a lot of people online that are listening, a lot of Facebookers. So if you guys are on Facebook, hit us up, facebook.com backslash KRP radio show. You also hit us up on Twitter, at symbol KRP radio show. And uh, at symbol NC Pudgy is me. We are on iTunes, folks, and the iTunes listeners seem to be growing. So shout out to all the people out there who are listening to iTunes, man. It's B.I.G. And, uh, you know, that's how we do it, man. We definitely keep it we definitely keep it rocking. We definitely do what we do. And, you know, we definitely try to hold you down. So we got a web presence. We got a – we used to have an FM presence. That kind of went away because people want you to talk about what they want you to talk about. But you know what? Tonight we're going to talk about hip-hop, man. So I'm going to go to a commercial. I'm going to come right back. And you guys who are just logging in, I see a lot of new people logging in. I want you guys to dial the number and make sure you hit number one if you got a comment. It's hip-hop. It's all access. 619-638-8559. We're going to our first commercial, man. It's a new sponsor, ATK. Check them out. We'll be right back after these couple messages, folks, and we're going to get down to it. One. Why looks like everybody else? So you call yourself a sneakerhead, right? Well, this right here is something you definitely have to have in your collection. ATK Clothing presents 
Customized sneaker apparel for your official footwear. This is the Addiction to Kicks t-shirt line, which offers you the best in customized short sleeve tees, long sleeve tees, sweatshirts to match any sneakers, and much more. Visit us on our official website to place your order today at www.atktees.com. That's A-T-K-T-E-E-S.com. Like us on Facebook tonight. Facebook.com backslash A-T-K-T-E-E-S. Also, hit us on Twitter at A-T-K-T-E-E-S. You are not an official sneakerhead if you do not have these tees to match your footwear. DJ Butterbee, talk to him. Hey, it's your man right here, man, DJ Butterbee. You know what? I'm addicted to kicks, man. Get at my people's, man. Hey, yo. Could switching to Geico really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Did the little piggy cry wee, wee, wee all the way home? Your home. Oh, cool. Thanks, Mrs. A. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. KRP Radio Show, baby. Your number one. KRP Radio! Everybody to the KIRP radio show, man. Your number one black conservative radio show, Southeastern United States. We do a BIG. It is uh every every week, folks, we do a segment, you know, called the stretchingyourbudget.com segment, the stretch saving your dollars, you know, where we talk about couponing, we talk about saving some money. And uh we have a person on the air by the name of Charlotte and uh, Charlotte Holder from stretchingyourbudget.com. You guys check that out, man. She do a lot for people out there in terms of saving the money. You know, couponing, doing what you do. Cause we all know, man. You know, right now in America and in, in in the world, you know, everybody is kind of in a tight. So if we don't have alternative methods in in ways to save money, I mean, I don't know what we're gonna do, man. So that's the aspect that Charlotte brings. That's something that uh, I hold very near and dear to the program. She's been rocking with us for over a year now and, and definitely holding us down each and every week, almost each and every week, and always offers us something that's valuable. So um, without further ado, welcome to the show, Charlotte Holder from StretchingYourBudget.com. Yeah, can we get a round of applause, Charlotte? What's up? Where my <laughs> round of applause at, man? It's late. Can I get it still? Hey, thank you, man. Got to beg for a round of applause around here. What's up, Charlotte? Hey, what's up? I'm holding it down, man. I'm here. We're talking about hip-hop tonight. We just passed from Black Friday. People getting hurt. See, I told you. I told you. I was, that's why I stayed in the crib. Because I, I didn't want to. Charlotte, 
<laughs> I ain't want to. I ain't want to hurt nobody, man. So I stayed in the crib. I wasn't trying to get out there in Black Friday and get scuffed up, man. I ain't want to go through it. I was out there and did not get hurt. <laughs> you, you, you beat somebody up. Y'all gave somebody the beat down. Did you keep it real? Tell the truth. No, when we were in line and I was waiting for a bicycle and there was six bikes and there were six people there and uh-huh. every time somebody would walk up, they were like, we're like, nope. Back up, move on. It's taken, you know. <laughs> she said Charlotte had to like get some Debo. I, I feel you, Charlotte. Y'all, you got some Debo. <laughs> you you poked your chest out and was like, "Yo, back up, right? This is my bike. This is my bike." Yep, I did. People were fighting their moms <laughs> like, "You better get off." <laughs> she did the Debo. This is my bike. That's crazy, man. That's so funny, man. I I, I could see it. Not that's a scene from Friday, but in a Walmart line, I could see that right now. Crazy. It was Walmart. <laughs> my bike. <laughs> So, yep. Charlotte, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. We had three different places to go, so a lot of eating and just rushed around. But it was nice to, you know, spend time with family and that kind of thing. So. Man, y'all go how hard. Three spots. Mine was lovely. I got so fat. We do Thanksgiving dinner, so I, we had our oh, Thanksgiving okay. dinner, and I was so fat sitting on the couch, I couldn't hardly breathe. Let me tell you. Woo! Felt great. That's how I feel like. <laughs> yeah, it felt great. You know what I mean? So, and then I went back for seconds when I knew I have room for no more. But you know, it is what it is, man. That's what Thanksgiving is all about to me. You you eat too much, you get fat, and then you chill. That's what's up. Exactly. That's yeah. right. So listen, uh, you know, we're talking hip hop tonight, and I know we just got past Black Friday, and is is it Cyber Monday that's coming up, or or Cyber Saturday, that's or right. that, that's what's coming up. Cyber Monday is tomorrow. However, a lot of places have started today. So most of the deals you can find online right now. No doubt. Well, let us know uh, what you have, whatever you have for us this week, you know, let us know about that. And if you can drop some jewels on Cyber Monday, that would be great too. Yeah, I was actually just going to touch on uh, Cyber Monday. Um, You know, it's, again, another one of the biggest shopping, you know, times of the year. So if you missed out on Black Friday, Cyber Monday is definitely the time you want to, you know, jump on the sales because there's so many different um, ways that you can save on Cyber Monday with, you know, going into the store on Black Friday, you know, a lot of times there's no coupons or that kind of thing. You're just going to get a deal. But with Cyber Monday, you're, you have a lot more chances to save because you can use, um, you know, you've heard me talk about this before, but cashback sites, um, those are like ebates.com, shopathome.com. Those sites offer you money just for shopping. So you're already shopping online. So all you have to do is take one more step, log into your ebates or shopathome.com account. Um, it's free to sign up, nothing to do. You don't put any kind of credit card information in on those sites or anything. All you do is just create a free account. And every time you're going to shop online, you want to Type in in their search bar under each either one of those sites um, what store you're wanting to shop at. So um, let's just for an example say you want to shop at Kohl's.com. So in the search bar of Shop at Home or Ebates, whichever one you decide to use, you would just type in Kohl's.com. It'll pop up and it'll tell you what percent cash back they're offering. Um, you know, I search between both sites because sometimes. Shop at Home will have a higher percent cash back um, for that store versus Ebates and vice versa. So I check both of them before I shop just to see which one I'm going to get the best cash back um, percentage. 
so anyways, once you do that, you're going to click Shop Now once you pull up the store. And it's going to take you to that store's website. So all it is is just like a middleman. Um, like I say, you don't put any kind of credit card information in whatsoever. Once you make your purchases on that store's website that you were taken to, let's, for our example, say Kohl's.com, um, within a day or so, they'll send you an email saying you have, you know, cash deposited in your account. So whatever the purchase price was, so let's say you had a $100 purchase at Kohl's.com and your cash back was 10%. So that 10% of your $100 would be deposited in your cash back site, so ebatesorshopathome.com. I use those two because those are the most popular. They have the best percentages as far as cash back goes. So they're my two picks. Um, but anyway, so that will be deposited in your account. Ebates.com, once your account reaches $5, you can cash it out, and they'll mail you a check. And shopathome.com is $20, and same as that goes, it'll mail you a check. So basically you're getting paid to do something you're already going to do, which is shopping online. So it's crazy, in my opinion, not to do this. I do it every single time I shop um, because I'm going to automatically get paid for buying, you know, an item online or whatever. So that's the number one way to save, whether you have a coupon or not. Um, my number two thing is search for a coupon code, whether that is for free shipping or a percent or dollar amount off. Um, there's so many coupon codes out there that retailers put um, – you know, for you as a consumer and shopper to be able to use online. So um, you can use any kind of site. I just recommend Googling, um, you know, Kohl's coupon code, Walmart coupon code, whatever it is that you're looking for, um, and then it will take you to a whole list of different sites that offer coupon codes. Um, so it's just a great way to save. Uh, and another thing that you want to do is see if whatever store you're shopping at allows you to stack coupons. Um, I know Kohl's and Kmart and some places like that, they will allow you to use like up to two coupon codes. So let's say you had a 15% off coupon code and you found a $5 off coupon code, they would allow you to enter in both codes and deduct that amount together. So don't be afraid to try that. Um, so just keep you know keep on the lookout. Sometimes they'll tell you limit two. Some will say limit one. Other times you just have to to try it and put it in. I'm so um, yeah, sometimes three. So and some are un limitless. Crocs.com. I could put in you know like three, four, five coupon codes and it'll take it. Mm -hmm. So you just kind of have to play with it, um, but don't be afraid to stack coupons and try to find as many ways as you can to save, save, save. Uh, for an example today, I had a friend that was looking for a trampoline. So I was just kind of browsing some of the sales today. Um, and Kmart.com and Walmart.com both had trampolines for $199. Well, Walmart, I don't, they don't offer coupon codes. So, you know, right there I'm not going to be able to save any money other than my cash back. So I found a 15% off coupon for um, Kmart, which brought it down to 169.99, and then I found another $5 off coupon, which brought it down to 164.99. Plus, I could get 7% cash back, which made it 158 essentially. So a $199 trampoline that I would have bought at Walmart without a coupon 
I would have bought it at Kmart today for $158. Shipping is free when you choose ship to store. Almost every major real retailer now has that feature. You can just select to ship to your local store and just pick it up. Um, and a lot of stores right now are offering free shipping over $50 or more purchase. So, um, you know, you don't have to worry about factoring in that shipping cost. So just by doubling up all those different savings brought that, that item, like that trampoline, down to $158. So nice. that's huge savings right there. I mean, that's almost 50 bucks. Yeah. That we save just by stacking those coupons and doing our cash back. So, um, it, and it seems like you know a lot of steps, but honestly, it's not. Um, like I say, all you're doing is just searching instead of typing in Kohl's.com in your um, you know navigation bar. You're just going to type it into your cash back site and then let them take you to it so that you can get that cash back. But and, and it sounds confusing, but I promise you, once you start doing it, it really isn't. Um, so. You know, just always be on the lookout. If you guys are looking for something in particular, you can feel free to email me, and I'll try to find you the best deal. Um, Amazon.com has got some major um, lightning deals going on, which means they'll throw up deals every hour, um, and then once they're gone, they're gone. So just constantly be checking that. I'm going to try to, you know, post some of those things, but it's hard for us to get them up and then be gone in an hour, and people are like, oh, it's already gone. So... But just, um, you know, just keep checking our site, check Facebook, um, and there's going to be deals throughout today and tomorrow. So, Well, uh, that that's going to be B.I.G., man, because I know I'm going to try my best to get my electronic on tomorrow. I got a couple things I need to get. So, um, you know, <laughs> shout out to SamAz.com for the equipment we about to get from you, baby. There's your plug. Let me get the discount. Also, um... <laughs> Shout out to uh, uh, Sight Sound and Security coming through. And, you know, a couple other people out there, man. Shout out to all of y'all. We trying to do what we do, baby. I need them discounts, and it is what it is. Charlotte, I definitely appreciate all what you do, man. And um, in terms of let the people know where they can get or where they can find your specials and your discounts and your blogs and things like things of that nature. Um, well, you can visit us online at stretchingyourbudget.com. You yeah. can follow us on Twitter at symbol stretch your budget and that's S-T-R-E-T-C-H-U-R budget. Um, and then you can find us on Facebook. Um, you can search for us, Triad Super Saver, or Facebook.com forward slash stretching your budget. There it is, folks, stretching your budget. That's Charlotte holding it down, always with the information, man. I love Charlotte, I love this segment. Like, if I didn't like this show, straight up, if I didn't like the KRP radio show and didn't like me, because a lot of people don't listen for me. They don't like me. They listen for you, and then they hang up, I think, or they just log off or whatever. And, I mean, for real, you you get the most fan mail, it seems like, and, and I'm cool with that. I like that because you B.I.G. in my book. So I love your segment, Charlotte. I appreciate your dedication, man. I definitely appreciate what you offer. And you save money in my household, so how can I not love you for that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah. I said to my husband, he's like, you know, I was dragging him out on Black Friday. He was like, oh, I really don't want to do that. Don't, you know, go do this. And I'm like, um, do you really want to save money or not? <laughs> yes. So he, I, he I, ended up being happy because the, he wanted a gun safe, and they, the one he wanted was mm-hmm. they apparently didn't get in stock. Mm-hmm. So he got the next one up um, for like half half the price. They were like, well, here, take this one since we didn't get it at this price. 
See, man, that's gangster, man. If you don't, that's what I'm talking about. See, that's saving dollars right there. You got to appreciate that. Half price? Yes, that's true. I'm all, he was I'm all happy weekend. about that. I said, "See, you you stayed out all night, and then the last day at six in the morning, you got what you want." <laughs> See, well, you know, and between you playing Debo, and you know, saying that's my bike from somebody in the Walmart line yeah. in the middle of the night, and him saving money on the gun safe, I, I think it was worthwhile, man. So shout out to you guys for real. We literally could not get our tailgate shut on our trailblazer because we had to ratchet strap it. No doubt. We were out from 6.30 that night to 6.30 the next morning. Wow. That's, y'all go I hard. I came home with the sunrise. <laughs> y'all, y'all go yeah. hard, man. And I'm talking shopping, too. And that's that's crazy because Black Friday, it, it, it gets busy at Black Friday. So, you know. Hey, it was worth it, though, right? It was worth it. Just the no experience. I, if you've never done it, you just have to do it once. Well, you know what time it is, Charlotte. Um, I'm going to ask you what I always ask you, and I know you might not like it, but you got to give a shout-out. So please give a shout-out before you get up out of here. I, I put salt in this one today. Uh-oh. So I'm going to give a shout-out to all those retailers that had to work on Thanksgiving um, for Black Friday that opened early. I just really appreciate it. I ran into a lot of pleasant, um, you know, salespeople. They didn't have to be nice. <laughs> being out at midnight what they were and they really looked like they were having fun and so just shout out to those that that worked on their holiday that's an accurate shout out right there i love that shout out shout out to you charlotte shout out to everybody at stretchingyourbudget.com triad super savers herself charlotte holder holding it down for krp radio show and everybody else Shout out to everybody who's listening to the show, baby. You rocking with the number one black conservative show, Southeastern United States. And we doing it with over 6.5 million listeners out there. I got to go to one commercial, folks. Just one. And when I come back, I'm going to take the first caller out of the 919. All right, y'all hear that? I'll see you right there. First call out of the 919, we coming. We coming to get you. If you guys want to talk, the number is 619-638-8559. Press number one if you got something to say. If not, we ain't going to rock. We're just, we just going to let you rock with us. We're not going to bother you. You can do what you do. But uh, press number one if you got a comment. We'll try our best to get to you, folks. You're rocking with the KRP Radio Show with your host, Pudgy. It's me, baby. Look for us on Twitter, at symbol KRP Radio Show, at symbol NC Pudgy. That's your boy. And, uh... We'll try to get to your comments on there as well. We'll be right back after these messages, baby. Number one, Southeastern United States. That's how we do it. B-I-G. Adidas. Remember this number, 9.8. That's not the time on the shot clock. For the seconds left in the game. It's not the number of times I will light you up. Nah, 9.8 isn't any of that. It's ounces. And that makes this the life ever. Sixty thousand North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every one hundred ten children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 
800-442-2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today. Southeastern United States, and we do it B-I-G. 619-638-8559. Hit number one if you got a comment. We'll try our best to get right to you. The question of the hour is, or of the minute, uh, has hip-hop made more positive contributions than negative contributions to society? I want to know what you think. I mean, we can talk about what I think all the time, all day, I can talk about it by myself and you guys can listen, which is something that I do very well. I'm I'm good at listening to myself talk. I mean, that's why I have a talk radio show and we happen to be number one in, in the U.S. on the East Coast. But, you know, anyway, I want to know, has hip hop made any positive contributions or at least more positive contributions than negative contributions to society today? Because here's the thing. um, You hear a lot of noise about like, how money, you know, I had to go there. I I, I got to talk about it because you, you can't really talk about hip hop without talking about money. For God's sakes, we're talking about an art that has evolved to making it rain. I mean, that you know, that's a hip hop term. That's a hip hop slang that, you know, that, that it's a hip hop phrase. This is what we this is what we do. This is what we're talking about. And to be real clear to a lot of people out there, because I have a very diverse audience. So to all my people out there who do not know what making it rain means, making it rain basically means to uh let me let me put it in uh uh very simple terms. To grab money out of your pocket and throw it up in the air like you really don't care and let that money fall down slowly like rain. Because you got it like that. That's what making it rain means, man. So I'm going to my first caller while my producer's out here tripping on me. I'm going to my first call out of the 919. Caller, your last three digits. We got a few. So your last three digits is 843. You are on the air with Pudgy. If you wanted to talk, what's up? Hello. Hello. Am I on the air? You are here, sir. How are you? I'm, I'm doing good. I actually have to – I've got a bumper story. It'll take five seconds. I was sort of initiated a call from a Facebook discussion. Um, someone who was a listener of yours posed a question, and I answered it, and it motivated me to call. And I actually called during the middle of the coupon infomercial, and I was going to hang up, but it was really good information. So um, I'm glad you went back to the topic, but at the same time, 
the discussion the young lady had about deals was, was equally um, informative. That's great. That's great. And that, that's why we have her on, man. It's it's uh, it's definitely a blessing that she can do this for a lot of folks out here because we're in a different time now. And and I think if people aren't couponing, they need to learn to start because it's definitely worth it. Um, I want to get straight to the point. Um, I'm mid-40s. Um, I'm a preacher's kid. Um, both my parents are ministers. Um, I want to I want to talk about you know African American culture, um, whether it's business or in society. I think we we take fair too much of the blame for society's ills, and I appreciate your topic and that we can sort of jump into it only because of the fact that you know you mentioned money, you mentioned making it rain. I just want to throw out some figures. Okay. There are far more images of misogyny in movies and TV. But movies and television don't bear the responsibility the way hip-hop does. Wow. I, mean, I see movies all the time where women are raped, they're beaten, um, they're murdered. That's built into, that, that's built into primetime television themes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you can go into country music. Country music is um, widespread depression. A lot of the songs are the blues about some woman that's left, left a man for another man or you know, it's a, it's a sad song. Heavy metal, um, the images of suicide is a better alternative than life. I don't think TV, country music, heavy metal um, has any more burden on society than rap music. Wow. And it's disheartening. It's, it's disheartening to see rap music be fall into a scapegoat for society ills, especially mm-hmm. when in terms of being in a capitalist country and the fact that the lowest common denominator, according to society, is making money from an art form. Sure. And it just bothers me that whether you're liberal, conservative, Christian, or atheist, you're taking this art form and you're saying, this is why problems are happening, or this is why <clears throat> excuse me, women are looked down on because of this art form. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, it's, it's, it's depressing because a lot of people see a lot of Af- African-American males in particular, sports as a way to get out of poverty, poverty. Sure. music, rap. And I'm, I mean, I'm a preacher's kid, um, somewhat liberal, sort of middle of the road in some areas. And I am sick and tired of black folks blaming rap on our culture, on society ills. No one blames heavy metal, pop, country on a kid going into a movie theater and shooting it up. No one blames, you know, gospel on a young girl that gets into pornography. But it seems that every time something bad happens, I think we fall too often to rap. You know, this is this is rap did this and rap did that. And I think it's superficial and I think it's almost silly. And I don't mean to demean your comment, but yeah, there are negative images in everything. But there was misogyny, there were bad images well before nineteen seventy nine, well before rappers delight. And so all of a sudden, I think it's just convenient for us to all of a sudden say, oh, our culture looks bad because of rap, or our culture is missing the mark because we demean women in song, as if well, songs didn't exist now, and we wouldn't demean women. <laughs> at, no, no, I, I hear you. Um, time out for a second, though. I, I want to rewind sure. for a second because I, you probably sure. never listened to this show before. Um I call it. Okay, great. So let me let you know I'm I'm conservative by choice. That's self defined. Let me let me put that out there for all the new people out there. You voted for you voted for Romney. 
I did. And and I can tell you yeah. distinct reasons why I did, because he went against what my belief system was. I, I'm sorry. President Obama went more against my belief system than what Mitt Romney did. OK. And, and okay. that's okay. that's a, that's, that's another fair. topic, though. But let me let me let me sure. let me explain why I'm conservative, because I'm not conservative collectively. You know, there are conservatives out there that I disagree with, tons of them, and liberals sure. and sure. Democrats and Republicans. I'm conservative because I grew up using a paper bag for trash. <laughs> I grew right. up not, not blowing my money. I grew up sure. knowing how to take care of my neighbor and taking care of myself. And, and those are – and I definitely grew up believing in Jesus Christ and standing behind those principles no matter what anyone says. So You're a liberal. You're a so, liberal, brother. You 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 can you can you can define it how you may, but I I don't I don't self identify with everything with, that everything that you just described is liberalism. I, I hear you. I mean, I I'm, you. I'm a preacher's kid, and you you just scream liberal. But go ahead, go ahead. I I, I hear you, and and some folk may say that, but yeah, I I, I you know I'm, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty good at defining who I am and knowing who I am. So I, I'm a conservative <laughs> guy. Okay. Okay, and that and okay. that's what I believe socially. No, I'm, I'm socially and fiscally. <laughs> Okay? okay, socially and fiscally. But anyway, so I, I I just wanted to let you know that, and and the reason I even said that is because the reason I had this subject, I brought this subject up because I thought it was important to talk about what hip hop has done for society versus what people view that hip hop has done for society. Hip hop okay. has done great things, great wonders for this society, and and I personally believe. I'm going to piggyback off a little bit of what you said, but I personally sure. believe that hip hop has been picked on and it's demonic because it's the poorest and easiest art form that arrived from the ghetto to rich and famous before all, yeah. before all, all any platform of entertainment here is now hip hop. And it derived from something very, something angry, something, something that are uh, uh, defensive, you know, something outspoken and something that came from the poor people, frankly. Actually, it didn't so, start as angry, but I agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, nothing, oh, hip-hop was definitely nothing angry. Early, nothing late 70s rap was angry. The Sugar Gang Hill never uttered an angry language, an angry verse, ever. Yeah, that, that you, was you, rap. You go back and listen to Sugar Hill Gang, who yeah, was, in absolutely. 1979 was considered the first. They never yeah. said anything angry. That was something different, though. Let's let's be for real now. Sugar Hill Gang today would not be considered hip hop. Let's let's be serious, okay? Well, well I mean, the, they gave birth to it. I mean, yeah, they gave birth to it. Would, you consider, that's, that's would the, you consider Queen Latifah? Would you consider Queen Latifah hip hop? Would you consider Will Smith? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, but you so can't what, you can't what, forget. What but you, you can't pick and choose. You you can't pick and choose what you want. I'm saying what hip hop came from was definitely some anger. It came from people in the community saying, you know okay. what. There's nobody speaking out for us, and here we are. There's not people over here. We pick up the phone and call 911, and they won't come. Cops are beating people up. We're poor. We need more. We need this. We're not getting jobs. You can't tell me the hip-hop didn't come from some form of anger. I ain't even trying to hear that because I know better. So we well, did I mean, have I understand. I want to respect what you're saying, but that's like me saying that choir directors came from homosexuality. You know, it's just a segment of culture. Graffiti didn't come from anger, you know, um, break dancing didn't come from anger. It's, it's art. We, we, we talking you know, about you think of Van Gogh, who's the most famous artist to ever live, to ever grace this period, Van Gogh and Picasso. One was suicidal and the other cut off his ear. So do you say art comes from anger? Some I mean, forms of art. Yeah, yeah, poetry. Some forms of poetry come from anger. 
some well, composition of you know you, you want to you talking about Bach you if you really want to go into classical music a lot of that was anger. Half of it was talking about suicide and homosexuality just like you said about uh, rock and roll. Okay. Okay, so we so, okay, so we we got common ground here. Art comes from anger. We got we got common ground. Some some forms of art come from anger, but when you're talking thank about hip hop, when you're talking about hip hop, collectively speaking, it definitely came from an outcry, and an outcry stemmed from anger. I, I'm sorry, you, if you got you got to go back yeah, and listen yeah, to the lyrics. Right. Okay, okay. You, that's, you that's, can go back and listen to the like, lyrics. Like liberalism time. versus conservatism. That's your interpretation. I can pull with that. You know, yeah, whatever. So at the end of the day, here we have a form, hip hop. And from what all I can tell is that a lot of people equate hip hop to uh, violence, to guns, to, you know, all the ills of society. It seems like hip hop has been painted the, the you know, the, 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 the green thumb in the room. And what we don't get is the positives of hip hop. When you start talking about look at the auto dealers now, look at the automakers, you know, the rims and, and the tricked out cars, all this stuff stem from hip hop and really hip hop just spoke for the community if you really want to get down to it. So oh, sure. all all this stuff definitely came from an element of the poor or communities from the hip hop music, the hip hop language or whatever you want to call it. And it gets no it gets no uh, uh, props for that. You know, we don't we get no love for it to the automakers. We get no love for what's going on in, com- in the commercials. We get no love for what's going on in the movies and what we do for movies. We get no love for what hip hop has done for America. Everybody and their mom tries to be cool today. You know, hip hop has yeah. a cool element about it. Let's 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 be serious. Most other music other other genres never had a cool element about it. But when hip hop came along, you know, it was cool. It was smooth. It was it was original. You can be different and still be viewed okay. But, you know, hip-hop gets no props for that. So that's why I asked the question, does hip-hop make any positive contributions or does it make more positive contributions than negative contributions today, though? Not yesterday, but yeah. today where we sit yeah. right now. Here's where I agree with you 100%. I just want to steer your thought pattern in this direction. America is capitalist. And, and today, at this moment, everything that has corporate or financial backing isn't for morality. It isn't for a do-good unless it's a nonprofit. Everything is for profit. And right now, um, everything that you said, because hip-hop is Americana at this point, because little white guys that go to private school in suburbia listen to hip-hop is because of capitalism. And so going back to your you know, your political affiliation, everything revolves in America around the almighty dollar. And the reason why you have rap actors in mainstream TV, you've got rap in mainstream commercials, is because it propagates money. And right now, that money, that image, and the popularity of it can't necessarily be controlled because rap walks or hip-hop walks that fine line between making a whole lot of money and having some, and I don't mean to sound racist here, having some Jewish guy in the executive room that's the head of the biggest rap acts out today or the biggest recording studio out today. And that image gets out there. It's not because it's, it's, it's harboring some culture or it's pushing an art. It's because it makes money. It, it makes money. You make movies from it, but the, the lyrics are attached to So right now, um, Eminem was a, his song was attached to Chrysler. When you ha- in Detroit, when you have rap 
to go rap and rap artists to appear on primetime television, to appear in jingles and on commercials and in movies. And you got rap actors that are crossed over from the ghetto with no college education, and they're on NCSI and ER. And that's when it's a part of our, the fabric of who we are as America. The only thing that I have an issue with is all of a sudden this part, this, this fabric, this, this woven cloth of America that is in the form of poetry has become a scapegoat for all the ills, as you say, and it's disheartening. Now, now here I am, a preacher's kid, you know, raised by the word of God and raised liberal because of that word. And I see rap as a scapegoat, just like I see, you know, a, a presidential policy that presidents before have done used as a scapegoat. It's very easy for America to say, if something goes wrong, we have to blame the black guy. We have to blame the hip-hop. We have to bl- blame the neighborhood. You know, it's very easy for us to, to lay blame on something that we don't agree with. And that's one of the reasons why I called in. I agree with what you said. Um, not necessarily from where you know, what your your politics are, but I agree wholeheartedly with what you said. And I think it's a very important message that we send out that hey, it, it's a it's a rhyme, it's a verse, it's E. E. Cummings, it's Wadsworth. I mean, you got a guy that doesn't have a formal education that can spit a rhyme, that can that can spit verse. Um, these kids, I mean, I, I honestly think it's one of the highest forms of art. To me, it's better than putting an image on a paper because it's interpretive, and it's very disheartening for folks to look at it in that negative way. Sure, there are rap songs that talk about hoes and women that do vile things, but there are movies that do that. There are TV shows that do that, and we're not turning cartwheels over those movies or TV shows. We're doing cartwheels over a song that's, that's three and a half minutes that's made in someone's head someone that doesn't have a formal education, and that person is making millions of dollars. Well, I, I personally think that uh, – hang, hang on one second. I got another caller who's sure. trying to get on the air who, who wants to speak with you as well. Uh, caller, you're on the air out of the 517. You're the only 517 caller out there. You're on the air with Pudgy. What's up? What's up, Pete? How you doing, bro? Sonny, what's good? Nothing much. Chilling, chilling. How are you? I'm cool, man. I got the message from the producer up here. You must have said something to him. I, I got a screen up here that's saying, please get this person on. <laughs> he didn't tell me no, it was funny, you, though. You know, you, you know you on my favorite you on my favorite subject. And um, I know you are the host, and, and you're being respectful. So I, I felt like I, would, I wanted to take the other side of this argument real fast. Like, I agree with, What's that? with where... Your other caller is coming from when when they say that hip hop wasn't supposed to be um, it's just an art form. It is an art form, and I'll put it in terms of everything today. If we didn't have hip hop, where would we get our ghetto stories? How would we tell the next generation of kids about what it was like living in this generation if we didn't have hip hop? Amen. Sure. A lot of people want to put the onus on it like hip-hop made the culture. And I think what happened is the culture is what's shaping hip-hop. Now, exactly. y'all call, y'all covered a lot of ground, so let me start, like, at the beginning. When, when y'all had the argument of whether or not hip-hop was born out of anger, hip-hop yeah. was born out of anger. Um, graffiti yeah. was born out of anger. Um 
dancing, hip hop and break dancing was born out of anger. It's just that we found a way to constructively use our anger. We didn't oh. shoot each other. We didn't kill didn't each other. We didn't rob from each other. We found a way to put it on wax. We found a way to, to break a box down and, and show and get all of our frustration out that way. We found constructive ways to show that anger. Now, as your caller, <laughs> this is so fun because he likes to throw around the conservative and liberal tag, like to put it, if you look at that area and when hip-hop started, what was going on in the black community at the moment hip-hop started in the 70s, mid-70s to the late 70s, what was going on in black America that started hip-hop? Well, it was the introduce, the introduction and what the liberal Democrats did with the great society, that was what hip-hop was born from. Because out of that, no, you that's got not true. That's crap. not true. That's not true. You that's got not true. Let, tell, let me. You talk the whole. Let me finish. Go ahead. You got out of this. You got public housing. How did we feel about public housing? Can I? Can I? Answer? Oh, okay. I mean, no you, comment. How did, how, how did sure. we feel sure. about the education with, system? Hip hop started with Reagan. Hip hop started in the Reagan era. No, and Reagan, ended Reagan job was corps. in the eighties. Reagan ended the job corps. He ended the job corps, and we were angry, and we wanted to. <laughs> Look, Reagan, it did not You can you can push that persona. You can push that persona all you want, and you can put it on Reagan. Reagan didn't build the ghettos. Reagan didn't build the ghettos. Reagan didn't put in food stamps. Reagan did not. No, he did not. Lyndon Johnson did that with the Great Society. Come on, Reagan ended. Reagan, there was no rap during the Great Society. That was Roosevelt. Reagan no, ended it takes corps. no. He the Great Society took effect. Once the Great Society took effect in the early seventies, the beginning of the seventies, and That's then true. after Come it on. began to take effect, you saw rap sprout out. Now you can argue with me all you want, but if you go you. back to the beginning wrong. of rap, what? What they were arguing about were social conditions. That's what they were arguing about. They were arguing and, and, about and Reagan, the plight. Reagan's war on the welfare queen was about inner city black women, and Reagan ended Job Corps, which was the only outlet for inner city youth um, to constructively pursue their dreams. He ended no, it. There no, was no, 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 no. You do not, you do not get to tell, you do not get to tell black people movement. their limitations. See, that's it. You're going to tell me that our limitations were going to Job Corps? No, that I was not our limitations. No, 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 no. Let me tell you what saved us. No, no, no. Let me tell you what saved us. Since you like Blow wrote a song about it. Come on. Listen, I mean, I'm, let listen, me tell you what I'm, saved us. I'm obviously us. older than you, you and can I know a lot about it. this. And bless your heart, but you're wrong. You can talk it, but I can prove it, and I can prove it using your own words. Okay, prove it. Prove I can it, prove, prove it using prove your it, own words. It. What did they run to? You tell me what did the black community run to? Once, when once they court, saw that there was black, black youth wanted to make money, so they started selling crap. In why did they want to make money? There was a pandemic. Why did they want to make money? And, and why did they want to make money? Why did they want to make money? Social programs like Job Corps was ended. 
and the inner city Listen. youth had no way of making money. In so what are you telling me, man? Hold up. Hold up. Stop for one second. Stop for one second. Stop for one second. So what you're telling me is that the only cure for black people is Job Corps. No, the only cure for black people in the ghetto was Job Corps. See, this is generalization no, no, that you want to get. Hold on, 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 hold Okay, listen, hang on, you guys. I, I got to mute both of you guys because nobody can get anything to this. You guys, if, if you pose a question to each other, I'd have to hear at least what the other person has to offer, and I'm sure my listeners want to hear that too. Um, I, I don't know your name, sir. I'm going to call you Preacher's Kid. I, I definitely want you to rebut to the question that Sonny just asked you, and if you guys could be respectful to each other's time, just make it short sure. if you could. Sure, sure. Go ahead, Sonny. The whole point is, you said that the only job, the only way that those black boys could get out the ghetto was Job Corps. Look at the hip-hop industry. Every single one of those little black boys made it out without the Job Corps. They made it out without government. Now they are multi-millionaires, not only running their own music companies, but they have Beverage companies and clothing companies and shoe companies, they ran towards money. They ran towards independence. They ran towards feeding their families and being able to take care of themselves, not depending on Job Corps, not depending on a president, whether he was a Democrat or a Republican. They put their skill on the line. They put their talent on the line. They didn't wait for Job Corps. They didn't care about Job Corps. They went after capitalism, independence, and they made themselves millionaires by their art form. Job Corps was not their only option. It is not the only option to save black kids in the ghetto. We have talents. We have skills. We have abilities. And if we have those talents, skills, and abilities unleashed, there is no limit to what any little black kid born in any ghetto in the United States can accomplish. Now, I apologize for getting upset and being that no, way. No, I, I, like, I like your passion. I refuse to put that title onto black kids like if government doesn't come and hand them something, then they'll have nothing. We have God. That's our sword. That's our staff. That's what we walk back. He gave us skills. He put us here <laughs> for a reason with blessings. And those are the things that we need to go after. We don't need to go after things that government freaking hands us. Well, I, I, I appreciate your passion. I think one of the fallacies of extemporaneous debate is that I may cite an example, and then my contemporary will use that one example as all I've ever said. I just happened to mention that rap took its form when Reagan was president because the host of the program mentioned the political divisiveness when it comes to liberals and Republicans. The crux of his show is Republican. So I mentioned Job Corps as one small, itsy-bitsy little example. Um, I, I appreciate your rant. I know the crux of it was all about my one little itty-bitty example. But my point is all the rap artists, or a good majority of them, started swinging. They started hustling in the ghetto. Now, those people would be hustlers and money earners and rappers without any programs, given the program or, give, or, or the program taken away. Jay-Z, 
a self-professed dope dealer. Ice-T, a self-professed dope dealer. Christopher Wallace, Biggie, a self-professed dope dealer. That wasn't my point. Job Corps was not my solution or my point. It was an example of the fact that rap, hip-hop, in its current form, took hold in an administration that dismantled the poorest and the least amongst us. Now, I'm not saying government is the be-all, end-all. I'm not turning a cartwheel to socialism or liberalism. I'm just giving you, the, I'm just giving you not as passionately, the reality of the birth of hip-hop. Now, I will backstep and say, yes, the art form did propagate in the form of anger. Not better. solely though, just just not solely, not solely. I, yeah, I don't want to be. Yeah, the I, mean, I don't want to be the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. There are different forms of it, but when you look at it, you have folks that were going into um, self-service, parties, McDonald's, Burger King. That was a job. Then you had folks that were doing retail, working at Kmart. That was a job. Now all of a sudden, we're in a, we're in a point where, you know, capitalism. The almighty dollar, the images of making it big, well, Kmart and Hardee's is not enough. It's said, i got to get that money. And drugs was introduced in the late 70s and the early 80s. Crack took hold in 1981. And I'm not saying that government is a solution of anyone, but anti-government certainly isn't a solution either, especially when it comes to the black masses. Now, there's no other art form in the world, in the history of the world, that has taken uh, the scapegoat or the blame game as rap. And the only point I was trying to make was, and, and not as passionately, was when rap started, it was in response to inner city turmoil and, and, a, and an expression that needed to get out, some of it positive and some of it good. Just the same way as E.E. E. Cummings or Wadsworth, as I said. You know, country music out of bitterness and heartbreak out of loneliness and depression, um, heavy metal out of a teenager not being heard by his parents and wanting to be goth and wear all black and black lipstick and alternative music in Seattle out of a yearning to be different. All art forms come from something. And we could argue to the cows come home why people wrote on the sides of trains or why they did breakdancing on, you know, uh, a movie. You know, we can argue that. The, the point of the matter is today, hip-hop comes in a lot of different forms. You know, they got, they got reality shows, you know, where the dancers are doing breakdance. They got movies that have breakdancing in it. They got movies that, that do, you know, millions and millions of dollars that feature rap artists. My point is to say that all of this is contingent upon capitalism and the almighty dollar. And whether you want to blame a president or a political party, that's, that's your aim. I only said it because of the crux of this show. But my point is, it's used negatively, just as our president is deemed negative by the status quo, just as if the NBA is deemed negative by the status quo. So when you look at anything that is black in America, we wear the mask that grins and smiles. We are the scapegoat. And I don't want to get in an argument with a sister. I'm just telling you, as a, as, a, as a student of life, of being in school almost half of my life, as a business owner, I know what capitalism can do to a black community, poor, rich, or otherwise. And that was my okay. only point. 
All right. No, okay. Let me let me let me let me let me put it here since since you made a big deal about it being your only point, you made it your valid point because you specifically stated that Job Corps was the only way to get them out. No, I didn't you say didn't only. say you did. Mm, you I didn't said say that. when I, I asked you, I, no I asked you sister, a specific, but I didn't say only. I didn't say only. I I'm not that dumb. I'm not that dumb. I asked you a specific question, which my exact question was was Job Corps the only way for blacks to get out of the ghetto? And you said yes. No, I wouldn't. I'm not stupid enough to say yeah. Come on. <laughs> okay. Listen, let, right. let me, let me, let's fast forward. Let's, let's fast okay, forward. Okay, no, Pete, Pete, hold up. Hold up. One second. One second, second because I really, I really want to make his, this point because he likes to bash, he likes ahead, to bash you, capitalism. Yeah. He likes to bash capitalism. I'm capitalism. And I'm giving yeah, you an example. Come on, you say that. Come on, no, no. Come on. Listen, I did not say I'm one single word while you were speaking. I didn't say a single word while you were speaking. Not one word. Okay, okay, okay. Not a single word did I say while you were speaking. Now, when you say, cause, and when you try to say you dumb bashing capitalism and you don't bash capitalism and, and you bring up, and it's so funny how you just, you throw these labels around and you throw them around so vicariously, I don't even think you realize that you do it. Um, when, you, when you talk about the Jew wow. and the record label that, that's actually running everything and he does it for a profit, go see who that Jew donates money to in a campaign. He ain't donating it to a Republican. So if, if you want to say about who puts what into movies and what is shown into movies, go see who Hollywood gives their money to. They're not giving it to Republicans. When if you, you want to say, you Ronald Reagan, I did not say a word while you were speaking. Not a word. Not a word. Not a word. And see, this is the point. This is the point yet again. You are talking, being disrespectful after I gave you your respect. Okay, okay. And in any case, go and see who got more money. Go and see who the top dogs is de- was donating to. They was not the getting... Brothers. The Koch brothers are the top dogs. Come on, host, you got to help me out what here. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm, sorry. I'm, a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mute both of y'all, man, because I, I mean, listen, uh, preacher's kid, my brother. You, you're an intelligent brother, Sonny, definitely intelligent woman, and I'm going to unmute you guys while I'm talking. Please don't interrupt me just for one second. But I, I just want to make it a point that it, it we ain't going to talk about politics tonight, but I'm just going to make this one point. And for all my listeners out there, if you guys just logging in, 619-638-8559, hit number one to make a comment. If you, if, if you don't have Google, I don't know where you are, but I would just say Google or do some kind of search and find out who Hollywood supported in in the last presidential election. I'm not going to say and, a word who. I'm not going to get behind it. I don't even want to talk about industry, it. And I'm the music industry and the television industry and the radio industry, I, every I think single industry sense. that represents our culture. But outside of all of that, and, and, you, and, oh, no, no. Okay, you want to go? We can go tip for tap. You name one and <laughs> I'll name one and see who run out faster. <laughs> you name one and I name one and I see who run out faster. We're not we're you not going there. We're, we're not going to go there because tonight tonight we're talking hip hop. We we we're not going to go there tonight. I just I just want to ask a simple question. This right here to both you guys. The whole point the whole point I was making was not a political point. The point right. I was making it went straight into 
into the heart of the black community. It went straight into the heart of the black community because what he said was so potent. Um, where he says he, he can show you how capitalism destroys the black community. If you go back and you read Karl Marx and you read the guys who actually started socialism, they will tell you that in order for you to get to socialism, in order for you to get to communism, you have to first have capitalism. You have to have people making money to be able to run and to fund these forms of government. So you have to have capitalism before you can go to socialism or communism. And research, and you don't have to take my word for it, look for Google, look on Google. Look at what they call the native people of any group of people, any ethnic people who do not have capitalist systems already built into their own community. They call them trash. They call them third world. They call them um, below, basically they're pieces of crap. They're nothing because they haven't even evolved into capitalism. And that is what our neighborhoods are. If you look in the Hispanic communities, and, and I'm not trying to expand it, but I'm just saying all of our businesses are cultural businesses. So they don't go into building a community. So we have a lot of rap stars. We have a lot of basketball stars and football stars and all of these kind of millionaires, but we don't have – the the chain the um the jewelry store the person that owns their own hair shop the person that in our communities where we that is the kind of capitalism we need it's not to say that capital capitalism ruins black communities what ruins black communities is when you don't have enough of the black population actually involved in capitalism so that black dollar can stay in the black community longer that is the difference. It's not a means of, of getting rid of capitalism, bashing capitalism, or thinking capitalism can destroy a black community. It is that those people in the community have to participate in capitalism, and they cannot do it on the street corners. They have to start doing it in their own stores, and that is the change that we have to make, that it's fine we have all of these outside capitalists, so to speak, but we need to start building inside our own community capitalists. That's a good point right there. And I'm I, I, speaking of capitalism, I got to go to some great brothers here who are capitalists themselves. And uh, the kids called ATK Company. When I come back, I hope you guys will both stay with me for one more second. I just have one more question for you guys. I won't talk about it now because I don't want you to think about it. I want to, I want to hear it off the cuff. So give me two minutes. I got to go to commercial. We'll be right back after these messages, baby. You're listening to the number one black conservative talk radio show, Southeastern United States, baby, the KRP radio show. We definitely do a B.I.G. and we definitely hold it down. Shout out to everybody out there in South Kakalaki, baby. I see y'all. All my people in North Carolina, I definitely see y'all. Jersey, you in there. New York, you in there. We'll be right back after these messages, baby. You rocking with P. At NC Pudgy, check me out on Twitter. Big white beard. Why look like everybody else? So you call yourself a sneakerhead, right? Well, this right here is something you definitely have to have in your collection. ATK Clothing presents. 
Customized sneaker apparel for your official footwear. This is the Addiction to Kicks t-shirt line, which offers you the best in customized short sleeve tees, long sleeve tees, sweatshirts to match any sneakers, and much more. Visit us on our official website to place your order today at www.atktees.com. That's A-T-K-T-E-E-S.com. Like us on Facebook tonight. Facebook.com backslash A-T-K-T-E-E-S. Also, hit us on Twitter at A-T-K-T-E-E-S. You are not an official sneakerhead if you do not have these tees to match your footwear. DJ Butterbee, talk to him. Hey, it's your man right here, man, DJ Butterbee. You know what? I'm addicted to kicks, man. Get at my peoples, man. Hey, yo. I look like everybody else. Gone. ATK. Hesitation. If money talks, I got my masters in communication. But I don't run it, I run it for a hundred. Ever since I was a young and been hungry, it's Paul Bunyan. You've been so fixed to plumbing. I'm a beast in the game, you lunge it. And if this ain't what you call hip hop, it must be bungee jumping. East side on my arm, three stripes on my sneakers. And even if they slip us, they better be Adidas. Sound Chew, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. America, the NFL, and United Way are inspiring kids to get healthy and more active. Join the Play 60 movement. Pledge to Play 60 today at liveunited.org. say that with respect too brother because I'm, I'm not a disrespectful person i, I don't put myself no, in that fine. space and uh i got sonny johnson on and uh they've been chopping it up with me i even had to let my other guests go man because we we totally 
went <laughs> we slowly went a different direction, and that's okay. You know, sometimes that happens, and, and I'm cool with that. I, I got no problem with that because I, I I strictly believe that you know we need sometimes we need to get things out, we need to get it off our chest, and and if we hold all that stuff in, man, no telling where it's gonna take us. And this is definitely the show to get it out because you know we're cool with it, man. You know, people, this is real life. It's not. It's not one of them bougie radio shows where, you know, no, no disrespect to bougie people. Shout out to all my bougie listeners out there, but it's not one of them bougie shows, man. I don't try to be like, you know, super correct or, or anything like that. I don't want to come across as a babbling idiot either. Um, and, and like I said before, I try not to disrespect people as well. You know, I try to honor folks' opinion. And if I disagree, I try to disagree respectfully. But, you know, that goes to show for everybody out there who's been listening to the show, and it is what it is. Uh, my views are my own, and, you know, folks don't have to agree with that. And that that's the beautiful thing about America. That's the beautiful thing about having this platform is that we can interact like that and we can talk about issues rather than talking about uh, what we agree on and what we – I'm sorry, how we feel and how we don't feel about different things. So – uh, on the issues base of things, uh, if we go to see Dolores Tucker, uh, an activist, uh, congressional member, uh, a beautiful soul, beautiful woman, may she rest in peace. Um, she had a lot to say about hip hop in her day. And uh, I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, she just passed in 2005. But she had a lot to say about hip hop. I'm, I'm going to say not hip hop. I'm going to talk about gangster rap because, you know, we've been throwing around the term hip hop throughout the show and, and I think that's an unfair assessment to the art today. Uh, today, we, we can talk about the rap industry, but, you know, it, today it seems like hip-hop has its own space. Uh, regular rap has its own space. You have party rap. You have pop rap. Uh, you got gangster rap. And, 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 you know, just that simple art form, form has taken on so many different lanes and avenues, and now it reaches so many different people for different reasons. So you know, I, I got to. So with all due respect to my hip hop artists, is what we normally refer to as the conscious artists, the people that are talking more positive, the people that are talking more about life and spirituality. Those seem to more. They, those seem to be more of the hip hop artists today. So when generally what we're talking about is rap, and looking at rap today, folks. Uh, uh, once upon a time, this was the art form that C. Dolores Tucker felt like uh, would be the demise of black people in terms of uh, talking about women, degrading women, um, talking about slang and crack, you know, in, in those type of situations and those type of things, those type of ideals, just the disrespectful tone of hip hop or all the disrespectful uh, uh, tones of hip hop. I think that's what she was getting at, but we were almost, we were faced with a band of this genre and we've never seen that before. And, and preachers kid, as, as we talked about early on in the show, um, there's no way I would support that today. But my question to you guys, let me just get down to the point. My question to you guys that I posed to both of you guys, and I'm going to go with Sunny first because she's a female, but my question to you guys today is should we look at an area of hip-hop, um, and, and I'm not saying banned, but should there be an area of hip-hop that should not be allowed to be um, glorified? Sonny? Uh, no, I I think that that's the beauty of living in a republic is that you don't have two choices. It's not like you either like hip-hop or you like country music. Either your favorite <laughs> rapper is Jay-Z or your favorite rapper is, is um, Biggie. You yeah. don't have to pick. You know, it, it is 
so open, like you said, and with the diversity, what you get in a diversity is a total glimpse of our country. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 that is really what I think it is. Is that if you see you the hustle songs, where did the hustle songs come from? Most of the hustle songs come from New York, Money Central, Banking, you know, Banking Empire of the World, and mm-hmm. and this is where you get most of like the hustle songs. Then you have your like the um the gang songs. You get a lot of that from the West Coast, where the gangs are more prevalent. You get um, a lot of conscious rappers from from areas in the Midwest where people are more, you kind of laid back, and, you know, you kind of have more um, church kind of experiences and those kind of things going on. So it's all dependent on where you're located, how you were raised, and then you put your imprint onto the music. And that's why we have so many different kinds. And that's why... The rap that comes out of New York is different from the rap that comes out of out of California. And if if you live in New York, you can tell the difference. If you live in California, you can tell the difference. If you live in the Midwest, you might not tell it as well. So it's, everything is, is very strategically located because it is born in the communities. It is born by the people who take it and then put their own spin in it. So in every single genre, so to speak, of hip-hop, you get different stories. You get a different point of view. You get a different philosophy. And um, one thing that 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 um, I don't want to call him preacher man, but I preacher son, but I can't remember his name. That he said that I really agree with is the misogyny issue of it, of where they sure, put sure. the misogyny in and 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 blame hip hop for that. <clears throat> And that's the area that really ticks me off because what it really does is it demeans women more than anything to say that because what you're saying is that we're not smart enough to realize what our bodies are and how important they are and how we should value them. And the tricks among us, so to speak, are the ones that get all the attention while the hardworking mamas and and, and ladies that do the things at home are kind of in the back shadow and they don't get the light shine on them that they should. But I think that we, without the music, can tell to like to quote Jay Z, we can tell the difference. We can tell the difference between a, a a bitch and a bee. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we know the difference. And so when you put it on there that it's this blanket statement that we're too stupid to see it and we're being led by it, I think it does a disservice to women. We're smart enough to know we know who the good ones are and who the bad ones are and how to handle and to put ourselves appropriately. And so all of it should fit. All of it should stay. And for each category, you have to take the context of the people that made it. If there's something about their music that you just don't understand or you just don't like, then maybe you need to figure out more about their city and what's going on um, locally in their community. And then maybe that way you'll get context about what it is that they're actually rapping on. I like that. Sir? Yeah, the two. Yeah, I just wanted to... Um... I want. I wanted to first reach out to Sunny, and, and I wanted to let her know that I'm in no dis- disrespect to her. I, I agree with most of what she said. I want her to know that I am, although I am liberal, I am a capitalist. Mm-hmm. I am a preacher's kid, but I actually own a bar um, in North Carolina. I'm a bar owner. I have been a bar owner. Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! I don't. I don't mean to. I don't mean to cut you off, man. But you got to hear the irony in all of that, though, right, folks? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. He's a, he's a capitalist. He's a liberal capitalist. 
preacher's kid that owns a bar. That's beautiful yeah. to when me. I, I don't know about anybody means, else. <laughs> when I say capitalist, that means that, sure. I, you know, I go to I go to the gas station and I buy my gas. I pay my taxes. I have a product that I sell. Um, you know, I don't I don't live on a commune. Um, I don't I don't accept <laughs> welfare. Um, but but let me just get to the point of yeah, what yeah, I'm trying to say. I wholeheartedly agree with with what Sonny just said. I, I'm I was here to defend rap music and hip hop. Now I don't listen to quote unquote gangster rap. I'm 45 years old. I used to a lot. Um, yeah. When I was in high school, this preacher's kid. I used to break dance. Yeah. Um, we would meet in a cafeteria and we would we would break dance. I was pretty good at it. I was never a good rapper. I I could do a little free flow. Um, freestyle, I'm sorry. See, that's, how, that's how old I am. But but my point was, and I want to use this analogy, a lot of times the NBA and violence gets splashed across the screen. And the way I look at hip-hop being the scapegoat is the same way I look at NBA basketball being deemed violent. When we look at hockey, where it's legalized, sanctioned fighting, never gets the scapegoat of being violent. Um, and I, I just wanted to equate hip-hop to that. When we look at hip-hop and rap and gangster rap, Boardwalk Empire is my favorite show on HBO, and there's only one African-American on that show. And this is the most vile and violent TV show I think I've seen in a long time. People die every episode. Um, but, but that's not equated to white culture. Um, rap gets equated, with the, with the exception of Eminem, it gets equated to black culture. And the reason I called in the show was to defend our culture and the art that comes from our culture. Yeah, you had you the know, wrong no show. one gets on here and says, <laughs> you know, let's end hockey because it's violent. But as soon as someone gets into a fight in the NBA, then everyone's turning cartwheels against the NBA. It's mm-hmm. the same with hip-hop. No one says that, you know, 13% of youth that commit suicide are heavy metal users, listeners. No one says that. But everyone wants to paint hip-hop culture with angst and anger in the black community. Yes, yeah. I, I started breakdancing, and I listened to rap, but I wasn't anger, angry. Yeah, I was a preacher, preacher's kid. Maybe I wanted to rebel a little bit, but I wasn't angry. I, I think it all boils down to the form of we wanted to call ourselves African-American, and we wanted to take that title and own it, and people, and the status quo was bitter. We wanted to form rap and call it art and, and, and own it, and the status quo became bitter. So everything that we do as a, as a culture, as a people, that, that's positive or negative, that we own, gets deemed negative. And that was why I called this show. It wasn't to talk <laughs> about Ronald Reagan. It wasn't <clears throat> to talk about liberalism. It was to defend our culture. <laughs> Well, yeah, you you had the intentions on defending the culture, and and you ran into some people who are also defending the culture. I think yeah, I know, uh, right? I that, agree with funny. That's kind of what happened. Um, you know, I I man, I, I could I would be a fool to sit here and say that I don't defend the culture. Man, I bought my first house in music. You know what I mean? I, I, my kids were sure. raised off music's money, and I traveled the yeah. world off music's money. So I, I definitely understand the culture. I understand the business. I understand the corporate structure of it as well. And and what I'm seeing, and, and a lot of what I wanted to talk about tonight, which is what we're going to talk about in part two next week, is is the slang terminology. Because what I'm seeing is, and, and I'm turning the page here, folks, if you guys can't notice, but what I'm seeing out there is that 
Yeah, music is mostly derogative today. And music is it glorifies getting paid, but there's no substance behind getting paid anymore. And yeah, you can turn the channel, you know, turn the stereo and listen to this or, or switch to different music or listen to another genre. But you know what? These kids don't want to. And it's not only black kids, by the way. It's all kids today because hip-hop has taken over. Hip-hop is the forefront of music today. If 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 people just can't notice that or people not paying attention, that's why five out of ten commercials that comes on, I'm sorry, five out of six commercials that come on the air or on the television is hip-hop-based. Somehow, some way, whether it's a beat, a phrase, uh, uh, the dress code, rims on cars, whatever you want to call it, I always see a part of hip-hop in these commercials and in everything that I see today. So what I'm what I'm saying in the community, though, I'm, yeah, go ahead. I'll let you in because I know what I want to say. Go for it. I wanted to interject. I think you hit on a great point. Um, if, if I could go back in time, um, back to us as a people and our culture, we're talking about coming from Africa and the Gullah and, and the South and borrowing some of our African culture. As a, as a student of history, I remember discussions that I've had with professors, with friends, about them taking away our beat, that we couldn't drum as a people, um, that dance and the drum and all the messages and meanings that, that, it, that it had were taken away from our ancestors because those drums had a meaning, that beat had a meaning. And I was, a, I was seven, eight years old when Roots came on, and just to see the imagery of our voices being silenced because we had that meaning behind it. And then in the 60s and the 70s, being told that, uh, that five or six of us as African-Americans gathered on the street was considered a gang and that they were, there were police forces that were sent out to break up groups of us just standing around, that is the passion that I have against people coming out, against our culture, against who we are as a people. I don't listen to hardcore rap, gangster rap, East Coast, West Coast. I, I actually listen a lot to jazz now, but at one time I did. And I don't want to take that expression or that freedom away from our children and say that that white kid that listens to heavy metal has a, has more options and more freedom to listen to that music than you have to listen to Jay-Z. I just can't do it. I, I don't know anyone that can do it. And as a well, I, kid. I grew I Jay-Z taught me capitalism. And 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 that's the issue. And the issue now is not that they don't know what it is; is that you that we we're not giving them the context. If you can take a kid off the street and you can tell him, "I'm gonna give you an eighth. I need you to make it flip." You ain't gotta explain nothing else <laughs> to him. He know exactly what you're talking about. He knows what it is, but. He doesn't have the skills to take that knowledge and to transfer it into something legal and legit. And 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 the rappers have found their way to turn to turn it into something legal and legit. And and that's what that's that's all it is. And and we have scientists among us. We have mathematicians among us. You have my um you have my spoken word that I did, P. And I'm t- and I and yeah, I, I do it, it and I say all of these people that we have among us, all of these skills that we have among us that we don't know our skills, that we don't value, and and that's the thing with our culture, we 
don't value our culture. Why are you worrying about what other people are doing? We don't value our culture because while we can sit at while we can sit and we can listen to Lil Wayne, we're not listening to Lil Wayne because little like Lil Wayne will say, "I got the bottles popping because the bottles because the bottles are for free." What is he saying? I'm drinking all of this stuff because somebody else paid for it. I don't have to pay for it. And him being a multimillionaire is still telling you he knows better than to spend his money popping bottles. <laughs> we aren't listening to it. We aren't getting the message. We aren't paying attention and respecting what they say. When they're talking about the haters and how the, how how much the haters are, and then they, then they go and talk about, what well, I did this, I was in this place, and I was in that place. We look at it like they're bragging. They're not bragging. They're telling you why they deserve to be where they are because they worked for it. We look at a hip-hop star, a rapper, and we're like, oh, he has a fabulous life, and oh, I would like to live like him. You don't see the meetings he has to go to, the, the, the meeting with the people to do his image, meeting with the people to do his music, the stage show, traveling, airplane, missing his kids. missing. We don't pay any attention to what they have to give up to get where they are. And if we paid attention to that and we actually respected it, if we respected it, then we would question ourselves on what we are willing to give up and to sacrifice to even have a portion of what they have. And it is I, I not, wanna, it wanna, is a point a where point. we are in this world point. where we're trying to blame everybody else. No, it has to start with us. We have to understand that they didn't go straight from the ghetto to, to popping bottles. It was a lot of steps they had to take. You know, they had to play the empty clubs. They had to play, they had to get booed. They had to be told no. They had to get their demo tapes thrown back in their face. They had yeah, to go through adversity. The big, they had to go that's through That's one of the huge misconceptions, too. Now we have to ask ourselves, how much are we willing to sacrifice to get to the same place that we're looking at these people and thinking their lives are so good when their lives really aren't all peaches and cream. But what are we willing to sacrifice personally that's, to get that's a great our point. I'd like to just interject one second, and I'll, I'll, sure. I'll get out of here. I just want to use one example. Um, a brother that's in the hip-hop community that's embraced is common. Now, in this last political cycle, I don't, I don't want to get back into politics, but everything Sonny said is true. This is a man that had to go from nothing you know, nothing to zero, 360 degrees below fly-doo-doo, and then he built himself up to a great rapper, a great conscious in the black community. And this brother had to pave highways for his family, his friends. He was elevated, and then he was demonized. He was demonized, and I'm not going to get in too much into politics, but there's a, there's a, a news network that demonized him and his lyrics. His lyrics, no, no other entertainer, has been demonized for the roles they play. No one said Arnold Schwarzenegger killed 16 cops in, in Terminator. But here's a rapper that with, whose lyrics became real to a news network, and he was demonized. My point to Sonny is you're absolutely right that we have to self-absorb and project our own images and, and realize where we've come from and what we have to do and the dues we have to pay. But we are not the status quo in any sense of the term. And the images that are provoked out there that we don't provoke ourselves 
are done so by the status quo. And all of a sudden, will, and will, let, me, let, me put this, let me put this to you on comment. I will put this to you okay. on comment. And, and first and foremost, you should have been listening to the show then, because when that happened, you yeah, had two people on, on this show. <laughs> you had two people on this show that ripped that network a new behind. Right. Absolutely. So, so you should have you should have listened to this I'm show when that happened. I'm just using that as another example. I, I'm, 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 and I'm just letting you know to let, to let you know you didn't you ain't the only one that caught that. We caught that too, and we commented on it, and we and we held our ground on it too. But let me, since you brought up comment, what I want to say, and I'm bringing it directly back to you. Don't nobody buy common music. And I don't say it. To, I don't say it to be offensive. I, I'll quote Jay again. Truthfully, I want to rhyme like common sense, but I did five mil, and I ain't been rhyming like common sense. And I'm Because when your like sense got that sense. much in common, and you've been hustling since, your exception for perception go with what makes sense. Well, well I like that. But here's my it's thing. The, Growing up in the church, you know, I am my brother's keeper. Therefore, the redeemer of the Lord shall return. And so I you don't listen what? to Jay-Z or anybody else because they're so popular. I actually, I'm old enough to where I can listen <laughs> to music because I appreciate it. And that's going back to yeah. capitalism. Everyone has a choice. Everyone has a choice. Everyone has a choice to be liberal or conservative. Everyone has a choice to listen to the $5 billion rapper and the $100,000 <laughs> rapper. My point and, is and, he and, was just demonized. And I, and I happen to like his music. I happen to like Josh Stone. She's a white girl that did a great song with him. You know? Shout out to Common. This is my point of respect about Common. Is I like some of Common music. I like a lot of Common music. Testify, Testify is probably one of my favorite songs. It's one of my favorite songs. It is in constant rotation on my iPod. I like Common, but don't nobody buy Common's music. He can talk all the socially correct, all the politically, all the all the any conscious so Nobody buys it. They don't buy it. They don't listen to it. They don't respect it. And that is the point that I am trying to make. You can have as many conscious brothers out there as you want, but until you start to change our mentality, we cannot change the culture till we change our mentality as well, consumers. I mean, this is a serious question. Then we can change can, the culture, why, and that is the common, only way we can, can do it. Why can common not represent me? But Ted Nugent can represent South Carolina and North Carolina and the conservatives in those states. When, when I, he has I see. A, see, here you go again. Has, can I, can, I, can we talk about all the things that hold on, the liberals said about? Hold on, hold on. Go no, ahead. We can talk about all the things that the liberals said about Ted Nugent. My point is, no one, you can say that, I mean, Ted Nugent hasn't had a hit record in 30 years. But people still listen to him just because no, his albums no, are not as no. popular. He still sells out, and he's the voice That's, of conservatism. My point is, Common it was just one more example. I can I can mention a hundred other rappers that I personally listen to that have embraced hip hop and gone on to socially cons- conservative or liberal movements that have embraced capitalism or embraced socialism or did good for the community. My point is. The crux of this conversation is not how much money over another artist a person does. It's just where their heart is. And and the music that they make is... They can have their heart in the right place. And if nobody hears it, 
could be 100% in the right place, and if nobody hears it, if we aren't consciously pushing those kind of artists and supporting those kind of artists and nobody hears it, what is what is Martin Luther King on Washington, on, on the monument with no crowd and no camera? There's no dream. I mean, I, I, would, I would dare say that the, the generation that's coming up behind us, honey, they don't know that much about Martin Luther King. Oh, yeah. No, they only know the bits and pieces that they're told to know to make them stay in lockstep. And 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 that's the issue. And 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 you keep on saying I don't want to talk politics and then you talk politics. And I'm not <laughs> going to do that. I'm not going I'm not going to I'm not going to talk politics at all. At, at all. I'm going to say this. Hip hop birthed this generation. And in this generation you will hear our sorrows, you will hear our cries, you will hear our pleas, and not only will you hear that, you will hear our success. You will hear our empowerment. You will hear we bring our friends along with us. And I I don't like that line, I'm my brother's keeper. I don't like that line because I, I watched New Jack City. And I saw what happened. I, I, didn't get, I didn't get that from New Jack City. There's a poet. No, I, I get it. You didn't get it from the Bible either. <laughs> no, you I'm didn't sorry? get it from the Bible either. How do, how do you know? Because I know and I, I, I get the reference. I do this for a living. So I have these conversations multiple times. And if you ask me about the Brothers Keeper, it will see the end. And it is not whether or not you see it that way. You better think about how your brother sees it. Because at the end of New I'm, Jack I'm City, when he asks him, is he his brother? I wasn't people, referencing New Jack City. That was the last thing that came to my mind, actually. I didn't even, it was, that didn't even come up. Like you said, it's the point. It's the point of you wasn't thinking it, but do you know what your brother is thinking? That's what, see, I mean, you could be thinking something totally different and, than what your brother is thinking. So okay, it's kind of dangerous. It's, it's kind of dangerous to make a blanket statement of my brother's keeper. That's okay, all I'm, I'm let saying. Let me change it for you, Sonny. Hey, Sonny, hold on. Let me change it. Let me go right from the Bible. I, I support the least among us. How about that? That's not in New Jackson. That's your brother's keeper. I support keeper. the least among us. That is a totally a different statement than your brother's keeper. Can we, can we say that? Can we agree on that? Uh, you can say anything you want, but my the, the point that I was making is that I am here for anyone that needs help. Anyone. I don't ask any questions. I'm a Samaritan. I'm not uh, here for anyone that needs help. I am here for people who have a dedication to want to help themselves. If you want to help you. yourself, I, I will anyone. help you in any way possible. I don't care if they don't possible. have the, the energy to help themselves. I'm up for helping anyone. No, I don't think it's. See, I don't think it's about energy, though. I, it ain't I about let me, energy. Let me, it's let me a... pause for a second on that. Sorry, y'all. I got to mute y'all on that one. I, I don't. We're in a time, sir, in in this world, and I just had this conversation with my children, and I and I asked them simply because I, I don't try to incite what they should think. I, I just want them to think, and I and I asked my oldest, my fourteen year old. I said, if you were in a classroom, and you know you worked hard for your grade but someone else could get the same grade you got by doing half of the work, how would that make you feel? And they said they didn't like it. And I, and I, and I just said simply, well, why wouldn't you like it? 
And, you know, this conversation spawned from a, a, a socialist society conversation that they had in his school. He goes to a, a different kind of school. So they have these conversations. But uh, he, he didn't appreciate that. He didn't like it. He said, I wouldn't appreciate it. I wouldn't like it. I don't think it's fair. And I think that's probably, and I know this is, I'm not going to hip hop right now, but I, I think that's an ill of society today. I think that's a problem that we face is that we have a number of folks whom a lot that I grew up around, a lot that I see that America chooses not to talk about. Let's just keep it real. But there, there are a Am lot I of on? people out there. Yeah, you're on. You're both on. But there, so there are a lot of Let me just say this. I, I respect what you just said. I've got a 17-year-old son that's a sophomore at Central. You know how I raised him? I raised him if he's in a classroom and he studied and somebody looks like they're struggling to help him, no matter what grade that person got. That, that makes, that, that makes common sense. Christ. I don't call that, that, that makes that makes on the common side of the sense. road if they need help and they're hungry. I give them food and a shirt okay, off my no, back. Yeah, that's 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 you. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. That, that's 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 stupidity though. You you can't put yourself in harm's way in order to help someone else. Like I I wouldn't Christian. give my rent money to someone just because they need help, Christian or not. I'm not, I'm going to take I, care I, of my family my and I'm going to reach out help. and try to. That's just the way I was and, raised. And I'm going to no, reach out and try to help somebody. That's stupidity. That doesn't make sense that you I, would take your, your own mouth my faith, and put my faith in Christ makes me stupid. That's hey, listen, no, 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 no. Listen, here's my question. Here's my question. You have someone that come up to you and tell you they need money to pay their rent. But they got on $300 Jordans that just came out last week. They outside in a car that's better than your car. And you telling me you helping them? Yeah, I, See, I help anybody you all, That's hindering. That's the that point. Doesn't... No, you are. That is a fib and you know it. And God would not ask that of you. God would not ask that of you. Someone that he has glasses. I wouldn't know what a pair of expensive Jordans look like. Okay. I'm that guy. Right. I wouldn't know what they look like. You're more um, I wouldn't know that. if that car. Yeah. I don't know. If, I wouldn't know if that car belonged to their parents. Come on. If it belonged to a neighbor. Okay. So what we're doing yeah, is we're, we're becoming those. We're becoming those. You go all out. And and the, you go all out in disability. Here's the conversation. This is something. How do you know that those shoes weren't given to him? How do you know that that car isn't borrowed? So you're judging, and I was taught not to judge. Yes, if someone came to me and if they were hungry or they needed something to eat or something to drink and they had on $300 pair of shoes, I have to qualify were those shoes given to him. If they in a, a, a $30,000, dollars oh, oh, car, qualify, I have to now. qualify with now you gotta qualify. borrowed. Now, now you got to qualify, and just a minute ago you were saying that you would just give it to him. See, there's a rationale that comes with because that. Because I'm man. not judging. I was told never it, it's, to it's judge. It's not about judging. No one it's just knows common the heart sense. Of man. No one. It's common no one knows. sense, my brother. It's common sense common to sense, ask a question. Common sense. Common, common sense, sense tells you. Common sense tells you that the shoes are expensive and the car is expensive, and he bought it himself. Common sense tells me that he had to give it. If you're a business owner, if someone came in your bar and wanted a drink or needed a drink and say, you know what, let me run a tab, and you don't know this man from a can of paint, you're going to give them a tab? That's stupidity. I'm going to give them some water. If they need a drink, I'm going to give them water. He doesn't want water. What if he doesn't want water? Because that's where we are in a society today. People want what the heck they want, and they don't want what you're willing to give them. And when you're willing to give so, them help, so, that ain't so let me enough. Ask you something, that ain't brother. Let me ask you something. You're on the road to Damascus, and you see a brother laying there. And and you look at his clothes, and he's laying in the road. Do you stop and help him 
based on what he's got on, or do you stop and help him? Nah, my, well, I'm going to do listen, I'm going to say your phone my, right now. I'm if you say, say my you brother, look at him on what room. he's got on, got and you walk by, you're, you're the devil. I'm going to say my brother. Hey, I'm, 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 I look at it like Jesus look at it. You'll be the fool to look at your ox out there in the ditch and not go get it on the Sabbath. So not being a fool, I'm going to ask that man, hey, brother, why you laying in the middle of the road? Don't you know cars come by here? Don't you want to slide over? Is there a reason that you're here? Do you well, need something? Bible, Do you need directions? The Bible tells me there was no conversation. That on the road to Damascus, the Samaritan helped the, the Levite. He helped him. He didn't ask him a question. He didn't interview him. He didn't go down a checklist. He didn't look at his shoes. He didn't look at his donkey. He helped the, he helped the, the Levite on the road to Damascus. No and, questions and asked. I, I was taught you, judge you not, but no I be judged. You, you both have just answered that you're going to judge all the physical characteristics of a person before you help them? That's you better believe that. You, that's, you that's, better that's, believe that's that because that's common sense today. This is 2012, about to be 2013, man. Are you serious? We're not walking in the time to know I'm serious to know that there are people like me that give someone a car to go get something to eat. I'm serious to know that there are people that give people expensive clothes. I see it every day. I'll explain it to you like this, brother. I'll put it to you in simple terms like this. How do you, you, call, no, brother, you, how do you me, know that those 300 pair of shoes were not what you given want. to him? I'm going to put it to you like this. I've put people in homes. I've put people in apartments. I've given people cars. I've co-signed for cars. I've loaned people thousands of dollars that I know had other means to get it. I understand giving somebody. I understand supporting somebody. But I also understand stupidity. I also understand that some people want more than you can give them. And I also know it's 2012 and you should ask questions before you even begin to give somebody what you don't have. That's stupidity. How can you give someone what you don't have? That does not make I'm sense to me. I don't, I, don't, I don't go to somebody and say, hey, did you buy those shoes? Did you buy that polo shirt you wearing? If someone comes to me and they, and they need, I give. That's how I am, brother. God gives us common sense, and I know for a fact you're more intelligent than that. I know that you're smarter than that because I've listened to you the entire show. I know you're not a babbling fool. I know you're not an idiot. I know you're not a liberal freak. I get that. You ask questions when people need things. That's the way we do I do. I do what the That's Samaritan the did on the road to the to Damascus. I don't ask like any you. questions. If somebody comes to me, let me tell you what I did, brother. Let me tell you what I did. I have the person that drives a better car than I I hear you, brother, but I'm going to put you on pause because it's my show and I'm going to do it my way tonight. Listen, if I don't care if you're on the road to Raleigh, if a man's laying in the road to your reference, I'm going to ask that brother. I'm going to stop and say, my brother, why are you laying in the road? Because it looked like you might get ran over. Do you need something? If that brother say I need a ride and he looks like I can give him a ride and still be safe and God forbid that I have my family in the back with me, because if I got my family there, I'm probably going to roll down the window because you know what? In 2012, people are a little bit freaky. This ain't Damascus. This is America. Some people are a little bit crazy. So you know what? We got to be a little bit particular. We got to be a little bit smart. We can't be stupid. And we got to ask questions sometimes. You can't always just give somebody something. Go ask your pastor. Go ask your father. Go ask your mom. Do they go in their pocket and give people something when they don't have the means to take care of their own family? It does not work like that. You can talk to you blue in the face. You're a business owner. I know you own businesses. And I know you don't give away your profits because you're not a fool. I've talked to you for the last hour and I know you're not an idiot. Now you can say what you want to say until we close the show. The floor is yours. You can talk all you Pastor, like. But and you I've seen her 
give stuff away to people that have more than her. I've seen it. I've seen her give money to people who have better cars than she do, that have better clothes than she do. I've seen it. That's how I was raised, brother. I bet she asked a question. I bet she asked a question, though. There's a question behind that. There's yeah. a question. Are you in need, sister? Are you in need, brother? Let me pray for you. Here, here's $20. That's a question. She don't go down no checklist. That's the okay, problem man. with some you know folks today, man. We're so daggone judgmental. I, I, we can't see behind our own trees and our own. That's stupid. It's about you call yourself sense. good and moral and uprighteous, it, so then you got to go down a checklist that. with I'm, somebody? I'm, Come on, I'm, brother. I'm, Definitely that. And I'm going to always go down the checklist because you know what? Like God says, some people aren't worthy of the blessings of the Lord. Riddle me that. Well, you know what? That, that's between that, that's going to be between me and God when I'm judged. That, that hey, in, in 2012, you helped a brother that made more money than you did. How dare you? You helped a brother that had on Jordans and you had on kids. You have the brother that drove a Lexus when you're driving an old Ford 300 truck. I don't care what other people or society deems, whether I'm dumb, I'm smart, or I'm stupid. It's how you know I was what? raised. Hey, by you know my what? mother I hate and by my grandmother is to give. It is better to give than to receive. You missed that sentence, did you, brother? Let me say it again. Not, it's I'm, better to give than to receive. Now, you I'm going to tell you like this, brother. And, I, and I'm not I'm not trying to knock how you were raised. I'm not trying to knock your people. I'm not trying to knock your mom, your grandmother, nobody in your family. I, like I told you at the beginning, I definitely respect it, but you took it here. See, this is what happened when you get in an argument with most, not all, but when you get in an argument with most liberals because they try to paint it like you're the idiot, like you're the stupid one for having common sense. I have common sense, my brother. So if that person driving up on that Lexus, whom I don't know, is coming to me and asking for something, I'm going to ask the question before I go in my pocket and start giving them something. This is the makeup of me. This is the background that I'm from. I understand that people need things. I understand that you need to help people. I have no problem with that. For God knows I got no problem with that. I almost give away every day of my life. If it's not time, it's money. If it's not that, it's prayer or it's love. I get it. I understand that you have to give to people. But I also know that there's a question that has to be asked before you try to seek out and help the world. Everybody cannot be helped. Everybody doesn't want help. Some people just want to be taken care of. Some people just want a handout. And you know what? Sometimes you learn your lesson from giving so much that you need to ask a question. I've not always been like this. Maybe I was a little bit like you once upon a time where I said, you know what? Everybody to come up and ask for something, here you go. I'm going to give it to you. But you know what? You get burnt from that. You understand that, you know what, I can't take from myself when I know I need to take care of myself with these funds. I can't take this out of my own pocket and then all of a sudden give it to somebody else and now I'm hurting behind what I gave them and they didn't need it in the first place. You have to ask questions, my brother, before you bless people, before you pick people up on your car, before you let people in your home. Because how you sound, you sound like you're a missionary or something. Can we turn this mic up, folks? You sound, you sound like you, you, run a, you run a mission out of your house or something. How many people are sleeping in your house that don't live there then since you're so free and giving? How many homeless people have to. you walked by this week? As week-end? many that need to. It, there's as plenty that need, need to. to. Listen, there's listen. plenty. Listen, I know a couple. Matter, matter of fact, why are you talking? Because I don't have the space because I, like, I got other people living here that don't belong here, you know what I'm saying, kind of living a handout. 
Why are you talking? I know a few people who have nowhere to go, and they need a job. You're a business owner. You got a place to say. You say as many as need to be. How about you contact me or let me contact you, and I'll pay for them a bus ticket to come to you. How about that? Since you're so free, since you're such a so free, See, this is what happened when you start talking about liberalism versus conservatism, man. It no, ain't no, no, even no. about I want to know why you're going to give them a bus ticket, brother. Give a bus Tell ticket me why you're going to give them a bus ticket. Because they have to get to you, like I said a million times. Because they have to get to you, unless you're going to come pick well, them up. If you don't give them a work. bus ticket, why can't you give them a job? I got to work. Giving? Come on, I got to work. You're giving, brother. You just said you'll give them a bus ticket. Come why can't you give them a job? Come on, brother. Come on, man. 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 Come I got no problem in my heart. I don't know, brother. I, I, I don't got know. no problem. Once you see the shoes they wear, it looks like you're going to hey, eat them. Hey, you know what? That's right. That's right, because I got common sense. I've got common sense. What if they got their shoes from the brother? What if they got their shoes from the Goodwill? Hey, is you ever thought about that? What if the Goodwill is they mall? What if the Goodwill is they mall, and they pay $4 for them $300 shoes? that's cool. But if that person who walks up with the fresh new whatever, I don't care if they fresh new snakeheads, if you know anything about that. If they walk up to me with fresh new bebops on their feet, I can still, I have that right. And it's still okay for me to ask that question, hey, man, what do you need? If they come up I'm asking I'm not against questions, what you, man. What I'm not you against really questions. I'm, not I'm just telling you the way I was raised. I was man, raised it, again, man. I was raised to help. The that's person that wanted me to call cool. your show not, is under my mother right, and knows the type of people we are. Let's go we back. Let's go back. Well, let's go back then. Let's let's rewind. Let's rewind to what I asked you since you're so giving, since you're willing to give anybody without question, without any reservations. I know a couple people that I can't afford to put in my home, but since you got a place for them, <laughs> and, and, no, 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 don't laugh because I'm serious because this is how no, you I came resources, yeah. I, know, I, know I will give you I, off the air. I will give you my address. If they need a place to go, if they need counseling, if they need the word of God, if they need shrimp on their feet, if they need a shirt on their back, please send me that information. It is my Christian duty to help them. I will send them to your door, kirpradio at gmail.com. I will get it myself. I'll even call you if I got to and have the time, which I don't this week. I'll pay for them a bus ticket to come see you. To nah, deliver you, them oh, you can't do that, brother. So you can't a- give them money, brother. You can't do uh, that. You don't you do know. that. You got to ask some more questions. Why would you give them money for a bus ticket you, when you can just ask the proper you questions? Sound, you sound like a fool talking like this when the, when 6.5 million no, people know how I get that. Brother, I'm repeating on, what man. you said, that on, you brother. would ask questions. So why are you going to give them money? Have you asked them I'm gonna the give proper them, questions? I'm, I'm gonna, absolutely, I've already asked them. That's why I'm introducing you to the situation. If I didn't ask the questions, I couldn't introduce you to the situation. See, I'm not an idiot. I'm not stupid. I'm not a babbling okay, fool. I'm, I'm an idiot. I I'm ask, a stupid. I ask the That's what makes me. A I know Christian. you're not. I, I know you. I'm, I'm a peculiar people, brother. I don't. I don't judge. I don't judge. I was ever since I was three years old. I was told to judge not, and I don't. You I don't look what? at people's I, shoes I or what, or what I, they wear. Asking, I don't look at their haircuts, brother. I don't look at what car they drive. If there's a need, I try to meet. I was right. Judging, I judge. 
And you know what? That's why I don't have all sorts of crazy fools in my house. That's why my kids are safe. That's why my that's wife why is safe and my other family members are safe. That's why I'm an idiot. And my that's why you're a Christian conservative. And I am not because, because I'm okay. an idiot. Okay to act. You're listening to the KIRP radio show. I gotta go. I've enjoyed this conversation with the preacher's kid. We got 90 seconds before we off the air. Shout out to Sonny Johnson. I know this was about hip hop, but it ended up being liberal versus conservative. And for anybody out there who believe you can just go out and hand all your money out to somebody just because they say they need it, you might be a fool too. Shout out to everybody out there who listens to the KRP radio show. The number one black. Proudly saying conservative talk radio show South Eastern States. That's how we do it, B.I.G. And I'll give a damn if you don't like it. One love. Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real phony gon' recognize, still, still recognize with. Like we always do with this time. I go for mine, I get to shine. Now throw your hands.